heroes don't kill people. You're listening to Adam Epstein. Well, I do. I used to like The Rock. The best movie he was in in the last 12 years, the other guys in 2010, and he dies. His character dies. The Rock can't act anymore. Noon to 3, every day on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan. He's playing the exact same person in every movie. Correct. And it's fun when I was a kid. Now I'm 29, and I'm tired of The Rock. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio. Here on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. Hope you enjoyed that football festival recap. In case you missed it, our awesome event, AWOD's Football Festival at River City Roll, presented by South Park Carpet and Flooring Outlet, will be available as a podcast. I was on stage for 50 minutes, Zach. You know, we were preparing for just 30, and I said to myself, if it's going well... You're going to have to kick me off the stage. <laughs> and people were coming up with questions to yeah. inside the stage. Now, and- you know what? Big shout out to you for being there for me with the questions because I thought that was awesome. I stole that idea from our friends CK and Drab at 106.7 The Fan. When we did our The Fan Night, we had a line of people that wanted to ask questions. I was like, that's so great. When you're doing a live show, let's make it like radio. You could call in. Yeah. You know, so that made it awesome. And like I said, if you ca- in case you missed the event, you can now check out the recap gallery on our websites, thefanrichmond.com, thefanrichmond.com, and the podcast, the whole football season preview show with Gary Hess, the czar, the sports director, and the voice of high school football, Lane Casadante, college football talk, and then Ken Axendine joins me for some NFL hits. That's all on the podcast. It's 50 minutes and will be available later today. But like we mentioned, there was so much sports action going on over the weekend. We got to do another sports app. Here's the sports app 2.0. Here it is, everybody. Clearly, this is the future. Stats, scores, highlights. Are you serious? Wi-Fi plus 3G, 64K. This one, this one. The sports app. It's game day. Let's get started in the NFL. Washington will host... The Baltimore Ravens on Monday Night Football, ESPN, 8 p.m. And I believe you're going to hear, you're going to see Sam Howell for the entire first half. And I predicted 17 points from the first string offense for the Commanders. I think we can end the Ravens 24-game preseason win string tonight. And it will signal change in culture here led by Eric Bieniemy. But the lead story in the NFL has to be Stephen A. Smith who came out on his television show about an hour ago and said he believes Stefan Diggs wants out of Buffalo but just three Breaking weeks before the start the of the season? Radio, the Let's take a now listen to Stephen A. Smith. FM powered by Odyssey is brought to you by BetQL. I can't ignore because to me, elevating it just like that is letting the Buffalo Bills off the hook. Last time I checked, we looked at Josh Allen. And we said, yo, man, what's going on? You in AFC Championship game a few years ago. You and Patrick Mahomes was going at it. You were supposed to be the heir apparent and stuff like that. Stuff ain't work out. You lose. 
Joe Burrow comes up there, goes to the Super Bowl next a couple of years ago, last year at the AFC Championship game. And instead of thinking about Josh Allen, we're thinking about Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow going up against one another, okay? So you got Stephon Diggs, this brother all-world receiver, but clearly wasn't happy, walked out, didn't want to talk to nobody. They came into training camp. They had some friction. They had to get settled and all of this other stuff. Brother wants out, by the way. I'm just telling you what I know. I got my own sources. Brother wants out. He don't want to be in Buffalo anymore. He don't want to be. I- I'm telling you right now. I have my sources. Stephon Diggs got to be there, but he would prefer to be gone because he's lost a level of belief in the Buffalo. But that's right. I said it's Stephen A, baby. I'm not. I'm telling you what I know. Okay, you they, they can don't deny. They can tell you what I have my sources. I'm telling you what I know. All right. But he's not going to force his way out. He know he got to be there and they got to perform. But he ain't feeling the Buffalo Bills the way that he once did because he feels there's a window of opportunity that they may have missed out on. Josh Allen's got to show them that's not true. I mean, is that really breaking news? After listening to it, it's just Stephen A. Smith trying to do an entertaining show. He says his sources have told him Stephen, uh, that Stephon Diggs doesn't want out of Buffalo, but he's not going to force his way out. He's just unhappy. Well, we all knew that when he didn't show up to training camp. Right? Over the Madden cover? Over the Madden cover? We knew that was bullying. Really? He was upset ever since he didn't get the ball at home in the snow when they lost to the Bengals. Wham. I'm going to say that's Stephen A. Smith with a nothing burger right there. <laughs> Stephon Diggs will play for the Bills this season. He will be awesome, and the Bills will win their division. Hmm. Now, if they don't make it to the AFC title game, yeah, you're right, Stephen A. He will probably force his way out next year. But right now, all Stephen A. Smith said is, Josh Allen needs to prove that their window of opportunity is still open. Uh, He's still Josh Allen last time I checked. He's still one of the top five quarterbacks in the NFL. Things are going to be all right in Buffalo. Uh, Really? Yeah. Because that division is stacked. Yeah, it is. And you don't need any bad mojo going into the season. I hate to uh, burst Dolphin Dave's bubble, but I still don't (laughs) think Tua is going to last 17 weeks this season. Phone lines are open if you want to chime in. 833-804-0910. Let's move over to pro soccer here on the sports app so we had epl action this weekend zach of course my boys chelsea took a big l we lost 3-1 to west ham the hammers so lame saturday a couple big competitions you had liverpool fire out of the gates against bournemouth thanks to uh diaz and salah they win three to one tottenham upsets man U. 2-0, and Manchester City, still the best team in the English Premier League. They defeat Newcastle 1-0. The Women's World Cup ended Sunday morning at 6 a.m. as Spain defeated England 1-0. You know, all the talk the year before was with the Euro Cup. England made it to the finals. Oh, we got to bring it home. We got to bring it home. Bring the trophy back to England where soccer began. It didn't happen for the men's side. The women's side... Didn't happen as well because in the 29th minute of play, Olga Carmona netted the match's sole goal, leading her team to a one to nothing victory. Here's the call. They've got numbers forward now. Late run, Carmona in the box. In front, go! Spain leads! Carmona! And Spain would go on to win and hoist the trophy after defeating England one to nothing. Champions are Lionel Messi and the Miami. 
That was the wrong goal. Yeah, that's all right, man. So we'll get to that in a second here. So Spain wins one nothing after defeating England, but Olga Carmona, terrible, sad story. She found out right after the match ended that her father passed away. He was her, one of her biggest supporters, and uh, it's just so bittersweet. That's you know? terrible for it's her. It's so terrible. Ugh. Yeah, it's a sad way to, um, you know, get told right after you walk off the field after winning the World Cup and you have the game-winning goal, your, your dad passed She's away. She's going to get so much love, though, when she goes oh. back to Spain. Oh, of course. Yeah, and she was terrific throughout the entire tournament. So you heard the goal there. <laughs> Lionel Messi and Messi Magic began in America just a month ago, right? He was supposed to play this season with PSG. He said, no, thank you. Then there was reports that he was going to Saudi Arabia. His wife said, no, thank you. He ends up in Miami with Inter Miami and David Beckham. But the reason Inter Miami's been so good is because they didn't just spend on Lionel Messi. They brought in his best friend from Barcelona and midfielder Sergio Busquets and his left back, Jordi Alba. And on a run they have been on. My goodness, Inter Miami, last place in the MLS. But the MLS is on a break now for their Open Cup. Well, win after win after win. He has played in seven matches. He has now scored 10 goals. And it was Messi's lone goal, surprised to no one, came off the left foot of Lionel Messi that helped Inter Miami secure the win in penalty kicks. Let's take a listen to Lionel Messi. Taylor cutting it to his right, trying to get it to Kromaski. Uh-oh, Lionel Messi around Zimmerman. Messi! So what's so cool about this highlight, you need to watch it, Zach. He's walking on the field. He's walking, standing, walking. It's like, does this guy even care? Then all of a sudden, he sprints, gets the ball, <laughs> jukes two guys, and scores the game-winning goal. He psyched him out. It's just so sick because that's been a complaint from a lot of Messi haters. Like, kind of, I'm a Ronaldo guy personally, but the Messi haters always say he kind of walks around the pitch. He was definitely walking until he got the ball, and then Messi mania, Messi magic, and Inter Miami wins the Open Cup. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. Don't go anywhere. Don't change that dial. Netflix is coming. Now at 105.1 FM. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. Man, what a weekend. Went out Friday night with the boys. Had to check out River City Roll. They had an awesome band performing. And then, of course, I was back there Saturday all day for Football Festival. And I want all my listeners to know they should head back to River City Roll this Saturday. They're putting on their own awesome event, and they've got a, some really cool bands there at River City Roll this upcoming Saturday. So late night Saturday, I mean, I, I mentioned, Zach, we went to all these different after parties and stuff. Yeah. We showed up at my place at like 2 a.m., and we were like, we need to put on a movie, right, to kind of wind down and pass out. We were like, what's the ultimate bro movie? And so we were thinking back, and I was with my boy Kevin, who was my roommate at VCU, and we became best friends because of our love for the HBO show Entourage. So we threw on the Entourage movie oh, did you? late last night, Saturday. It still hits, dude. It's so good. Have you seen every episode of Entourage? No. Oh, really? No. Oh, you got to add it to your queue, man. Really? Yeah. You've did got a little Johnny drama in you. 
Is it on? <laughs> is it on Netflix now? No, it's on HBO Max. Okay, but I, I hooked you with the credentials. Yes, so you, you don't. Did. You don't got any excuses. No, I'm paying we're for that now. No, but we're trying to kick Greg Henson off and get you on. I never got on that one because all of a sudden it popped up. One of my kids did something on Hulu, <laughs> and that's how I got into GOT. So the big story on Netflix today is that you thought Thor was done with Love and Thunder. No, 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 not so fast. Thor 5 confirmed and currently in development. That's the lead story on Netflix. Netflix, the best of streaming services, TV, movies, books, podcasts, and more. We've got you covered on Netflix. All right, Zach, let's go through the Thor movies, okay? Because Thor originally came out in 2011, and I think that was a smash solo. I mean, Natalie Portman, Hemsworth. Uh, I want. I think Loki was like slightly in the first one, but it was just it was just the ultimate hit in 2011 when it came out, and it was a big part of Marvel being uh, like the go-to in the end of DC universe, and that got a 7.0 on IMDb. Then you had Thor: The Dark World in 2013, and I kind of felt like. Thor fell off with Thor The Dark World, the second one. Oh, really? The ratings uh, tend to agree. It was given a 6.8 on IMDb and a 66 on Rotten Tomatoes. And, of course, Natalie Portman was still in this movie. Uh, but it was more about Loki, and it was more about the Dark World than Thor coming to America. Then you have Thor Ragnarok, one of my favorite MCU movies. MCU movies of all time. Yeah, that was a huge hit. You had Hulk and, that's and Thor. That's when he took that's over, That's when right? Taika Waititi took over. Of course, Carl Urban was in it as the Executioner. You know, Jeff Goldblum was awesome as the Grandmaster. And you had Thor versus Hulk. And also, they introduced Valkyrie, played by mm, Tessa Thompson. Yes. Right? And the cool thing about that was the events of Thor Ragnarok ended right when uh, Avengers Infinity War began, right? They escaped Thor Ragnarok. They killed Thor's sister. But then here comes Thanos, right? That's the teaser. Then last year, you had Thor Love and Thunder. Personally, I thought it was a complete dud. That's they, your least favorite. My least favorite Thor movie. I just, I thought it was awful. I mean, they brought back Natalie Portman, but it was kind of trying to be, you know, uh, a romance movie, but also like a rom-com. I didn't think it was that funny. Taika Waititi took a step back, in my opinion, on this film with his directing style. And Christian Bale was Gore the God, and he was, like, super skinny and all gray and silver. He was creepy. Yeah, and he was, he was creepy. Bad guy. Uh, yeah, it, he didn't scare me. I think what's me. making you uncomfortable is the naked Chris Hemsworth. It's was, just oh, was shaming he, all dudes. Was he naked in that yeah. movie? Well, he was, was he wearing the fat suit also at times? No, that's the uh, was that, Avengers. That was the Avengers. No, yeah. I just, I remember, because Thor Love and Thunder, I was pumped. came out July 8th, 2022. And I remember my friends wanted to see it the night it came out. I said, I'm going to wait for it to come out on Disney+. Plus, and I was bored when it came out on Disney+. Plus. Wow. But here's why I'm excited. It appears that the general disappointment, oh, they agree with me from Lights, Camera, and Barstool. The general disappointment that came along with the fourth entry into Marvel's Thor series, Love and Thunder, wasn't it enough to stop Marvel from making more? The studio confirmed today that Thor 5 is currently in development and director Taika Waititi is back to once again hold the reins. Hopefully they've learned from the success of Guardians of the Galaxy 
and will be able to help Marvel regain the mojo that they've struggled to find since Tony Stark died at the end of Avengers Endgame. I didn't like the last Guardians of the Galaxy. I thought that was crap. <laughs> I didn't either. I didn't either. What are they talking about? Now, I, some of my friends did like it. I think it came down to whether or not you really like Rocket Raccoon. And I thought I liked him until they gave him 90 minutes. You know? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> like, so I was over it. Um, but I'm kind of pumped up for Thor 5 because, like I said. I'll watch all of them. They're the, the odd movies. They've earned my trust overall. Well, the odd movies have earned my, my trust. Thor 1 was great. Thor 3, you get Thor versus Hulk. Now Thor 5, I'm all in on the odd Thor movies. <laughs> um, here, we also wanted well, to get to. How are they to, doing that with the strike? I have no idea. That didn't make sense to me. Like, how are they currently under development? Maybe they've got everybody CGI'd and they'll just do it. Maybe Taika Waititi's like, you know what? I'm Australian. You know, the strike's only going on in America. Rules you know, are different down here. Yeah, let's go down under. We'll film the whole thing. <laughs> Have you ever seen his best movie is Hunt for the uh, Wilder People? No. It is. Check it out. Oh, okay. you know what? You don't have Netflix. You're screwed, man. <laughs> I had watched all of Netflix, and now <laughs> I'm, I've been out for, like, I don't know, six months. Yeah, it's, that's, a, that's a high thing to claim. Like, you're, you're claiming that you watched so much Netflix that they said, instead of setting, uh, saying, are you still watching? They said, no, you've reached the end. <laughs> <laughs> you've watched everything. There's nothing else. You made it to the bottom of the barrel. Once I get the through barrel. Game of Thrones, then I'll reevaluate my Netflix. Oh, situation. where are you at with Game of Thrones? I'm in the uh, middle of season five. Uh, all right, so now we can bring up my take, which Cake said on the junkies, that his son told him that after season three, it goes downhill. And I said, that's crap. Do you agree? Seasons yes, four and I five. Agree. I agree. I mean, Four is, is ridiculous. Yeah. And now five, it's okay. She's uh, the breaker of chains, mother <laughs> of dragons, doesn't control the dragons anymore. Oh. It's very problematic. Yeah. <laughs> they're just burning everyone. <laughs> yeah. They're like eating goats. They're, they're, you know? they're murdering three-year-old girls. Yeah, I know. They're just frying them. They, they don't care. Yeah, yeah, they really don't. You got grayscale, done with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, last thing we wanted to get to on Netflix today is that Barbie has been toppled at the box office. The new lead, Blue Beetle, takes the top spot in North America, making $24.5 million over the weekend. Barbie came in second, still made $21 million, double Oppenheimer at 10.6. But I'm cool about Blue Beetle because I saw an interview, James Gunn said, it's the best movie of all time. It does signal that James Gunn has officially taken over the DC Cinematic Universe. And what I think is cool is it's a Latin superhero that I believe we needed. You know, there was so much hype about Black Panther with Wakanda. There was so much hype about Miss Marvel, right? Yeah, and the Ten Rings. And, and the Ten Rings, yeah. right? And so I think this was great. I heard George Lopez was the star of the movie. I loved watching the George Lopez show when I was a kid. And I've heard it has might have rejuvenate his acting career you might see george lopez popping up all the time now because he's awesome in blue beetle i thought it was really cool when i watched the trailer yeah so we'll see rounding out the top five at the box office though this past weekend tmnt another 8.4 million and then strays another cartoon so dog movie with that, i think it's like a cgi dog thing but they're talking for the dogs yeah. i'm pretty sure it's like i think it might be the same people that came out with um what was that the, where they had the talking sausage sausage party <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I think Zac Efron's in, in Strays. Yeah. I'm yeah. out. It did eight, $8 million. I'm out, too. Yeah. You know what I like? 
an people. adopted dog. Oh, you know, okay. not strays. <laughs> I adopted my dog. <laughs> you rescue. Yeah, I rescue. Yeah. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 1051 FM. Join the AWOD Army. Tune in to the new sports radio, 910 The Fan. Now at 1051 FM every day from noon to 3 on AWOD Radio. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio. Here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. I did want to give a big shout-out to Leslie Ann, L.A., here at Odyssey. She did an awesome job taping, taking pictures at Football Festival that was this Saturday at River City Roll. And she's posted a gallery now with all the pictures of everyone on stage, the Randolph-Macon costume that was probably the best part when i want to give a special shout out to randolph Macon. you had a mascot right we had around. a mascot there i mean they were the first ones there as well they had so much swag um i mean big shout out to the richmond hokey club also dave Riggert, jmu but randolph Macon blew me away do you think they won do you think they won that game yes they won that game yeah yeah they won that game um, so, of course, if you go to our website right now, thefanrichmond.com, you will find the recap and gallery of Football Fest. And like we mentioned earlier, we'll have a full podcast of our season preview show posted later today. But it is game day here on AWOD Radio. Zach, get me fired up. Let me hear that theme song. Oh, yeah. And it's the biggest game of the preseason. A rivalry game in my household is my mom's from Baltimore. (laughs) All right, so I said at Football Fest, I'm not a fan of the Ravens, and I want to win and end their 24-game preseason win streak. And also, it's the most important game because we'll get to see the most of Sam Howell. Sam Howell and the starting unit offensively and defensively should play the entire first half. Well, joining us right now on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline, live from FedEx Field ahead of the First home game of the Josh Harris era. It's our buddy Tailgate Ted. What's going on, Ted? What's going on, Adam? How you doing, man? I'm doing great. Set the scene for me right now. What's going on at FedEx? So you got a handful of cars sitting out here Ooh. waiting, and you've got some police officers and staff staring at us like we're crazy because <laughs> we've been here for about two and a half hours, and this lot doesn't open until 4 o'clock. So <laughs> fans are excited. I love that. So on a normal Monday night football game, what time do you usually show up? Usually on a Monday night regular season, I'll be here at about noon. I I can't sleep the night before a game, and (laughs) primetime games are horrible. So I'd rather just be out here with all my other Burgundy and Gold brothers and sisters. I love to hear that. So what have you got planned for tonight's tailgate? So preseason, we don't really go all out. It's kind of a chance for me to relax mm-hmm. and just hang out. So it's more on the uh, liquid variety of ah. menu items versus <laughs> actual food. But I've got three coolers that are full, and uh, <laughs> best believe they will not be by the time we leave this afternoon. I love to hear season. that. It's Tailgate Ted with us here on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline. Follow him on social media, just like his name, Tailgate Ted. He's a tailgate chef, a local TV chef. You can check him out on Fox 5. He's also the co-host of the DMV Mess Hall podcast. Um, So what are you expecting, Ted? Are are we going to see, like, 
50% Commanders fans, 60%, 75%. How much burgundy and gold in FedEx Field tonight? Considering what I'm looking at right now, I mean, there are trucks full of Commanders fans out here. There's a ton of us. And Baltimore's not playing their starters. I don't think their fans want to be here when that streak gets broken tonight. <laughs> so I think it's going to be probably 70% Commanders fans out here. Man, I'd just love to hear that. And, uh, Ted, I know you were, you've been to training camp as well. There's, there's just this buzz that it, it's hard to even put into words except for just saying, ding dong, the witch is dead. Which old witch? That bitch, Dan Snyder. <laughs> <laughs> it, it feels so different than last year. Preseason games before, people wouldn't get here till well after the lots open. Yeah. We have lines of people out here now. I mean, it's just everything is different. The staff, everybody is smiling. Before, we just were here because – we felt like we had to be because we bought the tickets. Now we're here because we actually want to be here. and We're just so excited to be back in the stadium. And, yes, it's still an ugly eyesore, but it's ours, yeah. and it's going to get better. And we're just so happy to be a part of this new era. That's, that's a great point there, and that's what I've been telling my friends is it finally feels like we have our team back. You know, I haven't had this team my entire life basically because I was born in 92 and it was after the third Super Bowl and then Dan Snyder took over in 99 and it's just tortured us. So it finally feels like we have our team back. Now, as far as what you want to see on the field, Ted, I mentioned I want to see Sam Howell connect on one deep pass. That was so impressive in that Cowboys game last year was the deep ball accuracy. So I need to see that tonight. So for me, I want to see this quick game because they weren't okay. really able to run it against the Browns when the first-team offense was out there. There were a lot of slow-developing plays. I'd like to see them try and execute that versus, even if it's not the Ravens starters, just in general execute it because they need reps. And I want to see Kazmir Allen steal Dax Milne's roster spot. Yeah, that's a great that point. That guy should not be on the roster. And I want to see what that young man can do, returning kicks and punts and just give it a chance. Good point, Ted. You're right because Washington – I've been saying we need to win in all three phases if we're going to be successful this season. That's offense, defense, and special teams. And punt and kick return just have not been good enough recently. There was a kicking issue last year. Hopefully, hopefully Joey Sly you know, ha has uh, a stranglehold on that job in the kicking position this year. But you're right. Casimir Allen shined in preseason game number one. Dax Mills, is ju he's just not good enough to be your starting punt returner. Now, defensively, we know we're not going to see Chase Young, all right? So who do you want to see flash defensively, Ted? I need to see the linebacker group. I need to make sure that it's not just Cody Barton and a bunch of guys that have numbers in the 50s and 40s out there. What's going to happen if Jamin goes to his court date and we lose him for a couple of weeks? Who can step up? I need to see if Kalik Hudson can really do something because everyone raved about such a good camp he had, but... Really, those are practice reps. Let's see it when it's live. So, Ted, Josh Harris said in his introductory press conference, we need to make FedEx Field feel like home and that you can be proud inviting your friends and family to visit your home. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that you're going to see price changes. You know, have you, have you seen anything about parking being cheaper? Are we hoping that the beer and the food will be cheaper inside FedEx Field? I haven't seen anything in regards to that. I am looking forward to checking those prices out yeah. once I get inside and the gates open. I think 
that's going to be a little tough this year because they just took over, and a lot of these things have already been negotiated with current vendors. Yeah. But the fact that we have a beer sponsor now, that Bud Light is back, I mean, you would think that they'd be able to do something with maybe making beers cheaper or having a happy hour like the Nats do before first pitch out there in the Bud Light Pavilion, which they changed to be Legends Plaza because Bud Light pulled out. Yeah, so and, yeah, maybe and we want to like that'll happen. Yeah, and we want to let all our listeners know, in case you weren't aware of it, last year Washington was 32nd in attendance, but was number one for most expensive beer. That has to change in the Josh <laughs> Harris era. It's Tailgate Ted with us here on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline. Hey, Ted, I've had some conversations behind the scenes here at Odyssey. I want to team up with you this season. I'm hoping to bring like a bus full of Commanders fans from Richmond. Uh, so give us a little preview for your tailgate week one against the Cardinals. So if you do that, let me know. I'll make sure I set aside a VIP tent for AWOD's Army. That's not a problem. <laughs> Love but that, man. In honor of Sam Howe being QB1, we are doing an all-chicken menu for week <laughs> one. So everything chicken you can think of, we will be serving week one. I love that. Zach, he's never had beef. Really? Sam Howe, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's never had beef. Oh, that's Or right. fish or anything. That's weird. Yeah, it is weird, but you it's know what? Not, it's not Justin Fields. He's my QB1, one, baby. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to eat chicken tonight. <laughs> How about tailgate Ted? Just an expert level tailgate guy. Yeah, I know. That's why we love having him on the show. Hey, Ted, anything you wanted to promote? I know you're doing DMV Mess all the podcast. No, really, just just the podcast. Appreciate you having me on. I mean, if fans are thinking about coming back out here, you can find our website, hailbbq.com. We don't charge for the tailgate. We collect money and items for different charities around D.C., we raised, it was maybe uh, $5,000 last year for Heroes, Inc., a couple different charities and nonprofits around town. We collect winter coats and jackets for the homeless around town. So as long as you're wearing burgundy and gold and no silver or blue, you're welcome to hang out with us. <laughs> Grab a hot dog or a chicken dog, and we'll have a good time. <laughs> I love that. Ted, thanks so much for joining the show, man. I appreciate it. All right, guys, you take care. Yep, have fun tonight and go, Commanders. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio. It's the final segment coming up next. Tune in to AWOD Radio for DC Pro Sports and Entertainment. Because he has no clue what he's talking about with going for it on fourth downs or challenging plays or play calling. It's the most frustrating team in the world to root for. And every Sunday, I depress myself for three hours. Every day, 12 to 3 on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio. Here on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. Got you covered on both ends of the dial, 910 AM and 105 FM. And keep it locked to the fan as Grant and Danny take over after me from 3 to 6. And then at 6 p.m., you're going to hear the Commander's pregame show. And all of the Commander's games can be heard here on Richmond's home for the best damn sports talk in town and your home for the Commander's odyssey richmond the game can be heard right here on 910 the fan with a two-hour post-game show as well tonight and so i'm excited to see sam howell see what he's got because really 
This is going to be your last chance to see him before week one. I don't even think he's going to be wearing pads week three of preseason. Aaron Rodgers said he's going to play preseason week three. That was kind of like a surprise to me. I think he's going to be the only starter and quarterback in the NFL playing week three. Uh, but Sam Howe, hopefully you'll see him for the entire first half tonight. And I'm fired up to see what we can get from Sam Howe. If you want to chime in, phone lines are open. 833-804-0910. Call AWOD. 833-804-0910. Looks like we've got a caller on the line. Robert from Glen Allen. Robert, you're on the fan. Hey, uh, Adam. Uh, great show. Um, but you you got to give the performance against the Cowboys, you know, last year a, a rest. You know, it's a throwaway <laughs> game. Of course, he looked great. I mean, we're going to be three games into the season. And you're going to be going, man, let's put that deep pass he threw against the Cowboys. You know, we got to stop that. And hopefully he'll give you something else to talk about tonight other than that that, that game. But uh, he's got a lot to prove. And I think when they get tape on him, we'll see what happens. That was the Dan Snyder era. Well, and, and here's the thing is that Robert is also the king of the Heineke high. He uh... is a Taylor Heineke mark. And so, let me ask you this. If Taylor Heineke was going to start this year for the Commanders, how many wins? Oh, did we lose him? Oh, yeah, he hung up. Oh, or man. we lost him. I think he just wanted to make that one point. Here, here's he just the, wanted to crap on Well, home. here's the thing is, I, I have been referencing that one deep pass against Dallas way too often. I, it was, I didn't know it was the Heineke <laughs> And it's also... This guy's the king bee. Dallas didn't Heineke. really care that game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, man. He crapped on my Sam Howell hype so yeah. badly there. Yeah, well, you know what? Here's the thing, Robert. Robert's going to be calling in tomorrow and saying, Taylor who, when Sam Howell throws for 200 yards, two touchdown passes, and the Commanders have a 17-6 to lead at halftime. And Ron Rivera's going to tell him, he's going to say, hey, Sam, why don't you take your pads off and just, why don't you just play offense coordinator in the second half and work on the playbook because you have done enough. I just want something good to happen so you don't have a reason to crap on my boy, Mom Rivera. <laughs> or Bryce Young. Who, yeah, oh, I who, got, he I got made through on skates today. Yeah, well, he made an appearance in Hard Knocks. No, 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 no. And no, Ro- Aaron Rodgers seems like the ultimate veteran because he he went out of his way to go introduce himself to Bryce Young, the number overall pick, number one overall pick. And Bryce Young sounded like a sixth grader. <laughs> oh, yeah, Aaron. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for this season too, man. Now, look. It's going to be the ultimate AWOD's wrong when the Panthers win nine games. But you guys... Have we gotten to them yet? You're not going to do that. No, I haven't done that yet. We have done a preview for the Texans, the Bears, the Cardinals, the Colts, the Broncos, the Rams, and the Raiders. And then we did the New York Jets on Friday. I gave them the prediction of nine and eight. yesterday, right? Uh, I did Commanders at, Saturday. at yeah. the uh, football festival, 10 and 7. 10 you and have seven. to download that on the podcast. Yeah. So if, uh, we'd like to end the show by asking the producer, anything we might have missed in the sports world today or Hollywood and entertainment? Did you, do you know who Lana Del Rey is? Lana Del Rey. She now sounds really familiar. She's, okay, so I'm all in. I used to be not in on her. But I'm totally <laughs> all in. She's very sexy. She's a very popular okay. music artist. 38 years old. Smoke show. Uh-huh. She's got a very sultry delivery. She's very sexy sounding when she sings. Okay. Very popular. I'm, I'm kind of in on her now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Didn't take much. There's a mysterious energy wave that hit the crowd at a Lana Del Rey concert, knocking massive amounts of people to the ground. Really? Yeah. And the video was like, oh, did they all get electrocuted or something? But 
it's not Snopes, but something like that. This is a trend now at big shows where you're nuts to butts in the crowd, you know? Mm-hmm. It's called the domino effect. And I'm not in on this. Okay. All right, because I don't like being crowded at the concerts. I'm a bigger guy. I like my space. Yeah. If I got caught in one of these dominoes, I would be pissed. But I think this is a new thing. So you're telling me the it was like an energy wave that knocked people off their feet? It looked like you're just standing there, right? You got yeah. your beverage, and there's tons of people, and you're just enjoying the show. It looked like a shockwave. Whoa. Like there was an epicenter, and then everybody just fell backwards all at once. My goodness. But if it was coordinated, then I'm like, nah, I'm out on this yeah. trend. Yeah. I'm not going anywhere near the stage. I don't think it was coordinated. I kind of, I, I, like, I kind of think somebody might have stepped on a power line or something like but that, it's and it's short circuited. I mean, it looks like hundreds of people all at once. You think they it. like planned this? I like, don't know. Instead of doing the wave, we're gonna do the the domino. If it's, if it's planned, then I'm not going to a Lana Del Rey show. Yeah, no. Did um, you hear about the weather in California? Yeah. Speaking of epicenters. Yeah. So, there's a hurricane in California. Which I didn't even know was a real thing. Yeah. So it's like, Earthquake was like jealous or something. It's like, that's my thing in California. <laughs> so it started with the hurricane rolling in from New Mexico. And now all of a sudden, <laughs> the uh, earthquake tags along. Yeah, and it was a magnitude 5.1 earthquake. Yeah. <laughs> I think, you know, there's going to be power outages and stuff, which happens in the summertime anyways, because California is grossly mismanaged. Yeah. But... I think everybody's all right. People are, like, playing in the water. You know, don't play in the floods. If you're listening on the Odyssey app out in California, yeah. you can't be playing in the flood water. Oh, I saw that, too. It's a it's terrible just, idea. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's gross, I mean, too. It's so There could gross. be sharks in there, for God's sake. Well, it's not just – it's the bacteria. <laughs> That's the, It's the bacteria. Yeah. You know, like, I, I feel uncomfortable going in pools that are filled with people. I won't go – if they're – The community pool? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah. a community pool and it's like spring break, I won't go underwater. I don't want that water getting my ears. You know? No. Right. You don't want to admit that anywhere into your body. Yeah, no. I will say this. We did have pretty damn good weather in Richmond this weekend. Oh, you're telling me about a pool down there in, in the uh, your neck of the woods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Cookie Factory pool apparently is the place to be. Yeah, I know. I'm a little bit jealous about where you're living these days because I went down there and everywhere I looked, it was just babes. Well, that's what it is. It's And, and here's the thing. It's, it's babes with a good job, too. Because it's hard not wor- cheap. Hardworking babes. <laughs> yeah, hardworking babes. Yes. Yeah. I was... Very impressed. <laughs> I'll say I was impressed with everybody in the building that showed up to football festival. Exactly. I mean, so many people. I didn't even know this many people in the building knew who I was. I was like, oh no, they know who John Reed is because of his unbelievable ratings. <laughs> I guess they, I guess people are aware that I'm here. They are. And shout out to sales and everybody in the building. They are showing you some love and support yep. out there. Thanks to Kent and Purcell for coming together with the t-shirts. That was a hit. Yes. I mean, we, we hung them on the tables and chairs to kind of look like a basketball game. And and that's what we wanted. And people told me that. They were like, dude, it looks like a basketball game here. And and we had extras. So people were like, oh, there was a small in my seat. Can I exchange for an XL? Um, and so that was the coolest thing was to see how fired up people were about the T-shirts. You know, I, I met a girl who came out to football festival. She made my night when she said, Awad, I'm going to sleep with my name on you. <laughs> How hang about on, that? Hang on a second. Yeah. Yeah. I know, right? Give you a ding, buddy. I know. A smoking hottie sleeping in the AWOD football all there were. festival t-shirt. That's all there were. I know. Gosh. That's a good looking area. It was down a good event. I don't want to wait 365 days. Can we do like a, a winter football fest or we a basketball ho- bash? We do hockey kickoff. Hockey kickoff? <laughs> what would you call that? Puck. Puck pain. Puck, uh, puck mania. Puck love. 
Puck love. Puck's the Tony Phil. Puck it. <laughs> 2023. Yes, that's it. Puck off. It's <laughs> the puck off. Yeah, yeah. Puck off. It's AWOD Radio. It's Grant and Danny coming up next. And then the Washington Commanders pregame coverage starts at 6 p.m. on the fan.